Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What a shock you're for Trump. I'm going to fall over dead. Now look, now look, every one of those boos, every one of those catcalls, every one of those yells will not keep it. Yes, sure. Will not solve... <laughs> One problem we face in this country will not stop and will and will not and, and will not make this country better. Your anger, your anger, your anger against the truth is reprehensible. Somebody's angry. Basket of reprehensibles. Huh? That's Chris Christie speaking to a crowd for some reason. Uh, in Florida, where the debate is, Wednesday night, he will be on the stage. He qualified along with uh, Donald Trump, who won't be there and would be a lunatic to show up because he's so far ahead. Right. Uh, DeSantis, the governor of that state, will be there Wednesday night, along with Vivek, who who is worn so thin. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, his um, negatives have skyrocketed, oh. I guess. Yeah. He is, we've all known people like this, haven't we? At the workplace, or maybe a dated one, or whatever, man or a woman, just, just like, bowl you over the first time you meet him. And then, like, by the fifth time of hanging around with him, you just can't stand to be in the room with them. Yeah, you figure out they're all just right. completely full of it. Yeah, yeah, he's a brilliant sales guy, but an extended relationship is somewhat less comfortable. Uh, let me address the Chris Christie thing really quickly. Show hands now, whether you're a big Trump fan, 
you kind of uneasy with him, but you support him? Or you can't stand him and hope he goes away? I have a message for all three groups. Until he dies or serves out a second term, he's the guy. He just is. Unless something crazy happens in the next year. Yeah, I don't know what their strategy is going to be for the debate. You you called it the contingency debate. It's It's to be at the top if Trump falls over from a heart attack or something. Yeah, the New York Times had this... um... And it would almost take him dying because there's no indication that any of the court stuff is going to slow him down. No, although... Although I've got the most exciting one for you in just a moment. Okay. Uh, The New York Times was going over that New York Times-Siena poll that's gotten so much attention. We were talking about it earlier. Um, and the one result that I thought was weird was the 91 felony charges in four different jurisdictions have not significantly hurt him among voters in battleground states. Well, no, it's helped him. But but if he's convicted and sentenced in any of his cases, according to this poll, some voters appear ready to turn on him to the point where he could lose the uh, 2024 election in the only six states that matter. Yeah, I don't know if uh, if that's true i i don't know if most people who don't read about this stuff and listen about this stuff all the time are aware he's not actually going to go to prison or anything i mean they're if right. they're thinking he's going to be in prison in an orange jumpsuit i could see how you wouldn't vote for him for president right but that ain't going to happen no not a chance uh so the debate is wednesday night and i guess they'll uh, attack each other or whatever I don't wanna... the last debate was awful it was the worst debate i've ever seen yeah, it was it was off-putting and annoying on every level. Terrible questions, terrible moderation. People shouting over each other. People, why are they on stage at all? Yeah, it was it was awful. It was like a punishment. So I became aware of this. I've been aware of this. We're all aware of this for a while. The whole Fourteenth Amendment thing. But I was listening to a um, a podcast with Sarah Isger of the Dispatch over the weekend, in which she said, "I'll tell you the thing that keeps me up at night that is going to be a real problem." And then she was featured along with some other lawyers on one of your Sunday talk shows yesterday, talking about that whole Fourteenth Amendment thing. So the Fourteenth Amendment thing is, and it was it came out of the Civil War. It was the idea was you didn't want anybody that participated on the side of the South to try to you know overthrow the government or split the co- the country into you didn't want them to run for major office and become you know president or something like that she came up with some rules and uh, i've got the wording of it here um no person shall be a senator or representative in congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office blah 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 who having previously taken an oath as a member of congress or as an officer of the united states as a member blah 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 to support the constitution of the united states shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same the idea that because Donald Trump participated in what they're calling a an insurrection or a rebellion, he can't be, according to the 14th Amendment, President of the United States. Um, the reason Sarah Isger, who worked in Trump's Justice Department when he was president uh, and is a, uh, a conservative, she said the reason it keeps her up at night is Minnesota is one of the states, Minnesota and Colorado. Minnesota absolutely is going to decide in their state court that trump doesn't qualify so it will go to the supreme court that is going to happen around january or february this is going to happen the supreme court is then going to have to decide because by that time donald trump one still may be leading all the national polls to be president you might be taking the favorite to be president of the united states off the playing field as the supreme court or 
overturn a state's decision, which is going to anger the other side just as much, Ugh. to keep the guy in the contest. Which is going to bring the court packing weasels oh, back out of the woodwork. Oh, oh and yeah, yeah, the whole the court is not legitimate and all right. that sort of stuff. I mean, this is this is going to happen. They're going to have to make the decision. I think the most likely decision, I think the decision they should make, personally... I'd like to ask Tim about this. I, I doubt he agrees with me. I think I I think we're the only way we get out of this mess is we 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 throw it out and say, okay, is this the guy you want? We all know who he is. We all know what he did. Is this who you want to be president or right, not? Right. Tim Sandifer of the Goldwater Institute, the aforementioned Tim. Uh, I, you know, as a guy, and I've openly said this, I will say it again. I'd prefer Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley to Donald Trump as my president, but. I think the 14th Amendment thing is ridiculous. They don't have a leg to stand on. Because? Just because, uh, I mean, the idea that Trump following his crazy lawyer's crazy ideas for how to get the election thrown into the House of Representatives, um, and and they're all turning and saying, nobody, none of us believe the election was stolen. We're just, it was a maneuver. And and the Jack Smith uh, prosecution, persecution, either way. Uh, against Trump for following his lawyer's advice is legally pretty questionable. But anyway, among the many, many, many charges against Trump, insurrection ain't one of them. Not in any jurisdiction. So if he so clearly participated in an insurrection that he ought not be president, why didn't anybody charge him with that? Shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. I don't know what engaged means. I don't, right. I don't, how much do you have to do to have engaged in a rebellion? I don't know. What if, like, the rebels were hungry and you served them ham sandwiches? Oh, by the way, Would or... That be enough? Or, I didn't get to the or. Oh, there's uh, an or. It's not and, it's or. Or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. Did he give aid or comfort to the people who were in the Capitol trying to stop the election uh, from proceeding the way it's supposed to proceed? Right. How much aid or comfort? He absolutely gave him aid or comfort by not weighing in that afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be insane for the Supreme Court to step in and, and take the guy who's currently the favorite to be elected president out of the race. I mean, right. holy crap. I think the chances of that are nigh on zero. Apparently, it's nigh on 100% that Minnesota is going to uh, say, yes, he shouldn't be yeah. uh, allowed to run for president. And uh, so it will end up in the Supreme Court. Yeah, I didn't hear Sarah Isger. I guess that they probably have wacky lefty judges in their Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the chances of the soups, uh, the current Supreme Court tossing Trump off the ballot is zero, like I said. But that other scenario where they have to overturn Minnesota's decision and people go uh, ape poo, that's that's a certainty. Wow, that's what we need, because things have been so damn dull. Right. We need the ability for Joe Biden and other Democrats with, at that point, nine months to go, eight months to go, depending on when they get to it, January or February, in the election to say, look at this completely out of control Supreme Court that uh, we can't have Donald Trump appointing more justices. Right. We realize our candidate, and I don't think he'll be the candidate, but is senile and you hate all of his policies. And he still sniffs people's hair, and that's creepy and off-putting. But you can't vote for Trump because the Supreme Court's out of control. Plus, they're coming for your abortions and the rest of it. Yeah, that's going to happen. I kind of missed, I'd I'd kind of assumed that this stuff was never, I'd heard about it and thought, okay, let's. It's never going to happen. But the Supreme Court's going to have to rule on it. 
and worth a tip of the cap, and then we'll, we can move on. But last hour, hour two, it was hour two, wasn't it, that we talked about the New York Siena poll at length? Mm-hmm. Um, Biden's numbers are miserable. He's a less popular Jimmy Carter. He's Jimmy Carter if Jimmy Carter was senile and a crook. Not he, a joke. He could not get elected congressman in his home district at this point. So he can't be the candidate. Now, that's going to be really interesting, figuring out how the Democrats maneuver away from Grandpa. I still say it's going to be right before the convention. The old man announces, bad out of care. I can't do it anymore. Bad of care. And they, they, they go to Gavi or somebody. Well, some somebody suggested, and this is more or less what Lyndon Johnson said when he decided not to run. Uh, in 1968, is that Joe Biden could come out and say, look, we've got a war in Israel. We've got a war that I uh, heavily support between Ukraine and Russia. I need to dedicate all my time to that. I can't be traveling around the country running for president. This is an important moment in world history, and that's a perfectly good... That's a great dodge. That's absolutely true. It's actually is somewhat true. Mm-hmm. These are some major things that you should be dealing with, not traveling to various you know state fairs or whatever to give stump speeches yeah the only problem with that for biden is that's what he did in 2016 2016 2020 uh he hid in his basement right with the convenient dodge of the covid of course he was you know he's in his late 70s i guess that isn't a dodge um i don't think it rings true boy you get to the convention when is that dignity saver i I guess it was isn't the convention like august july or august I i can never remember which one's first the Home team bats last. The incumbent, I think, but is it's late honest. in the summer. Yes, correct. And uh, that's late in the game to have somebody show up, which would be to their advantage. I think it'd be greatly to the Democrats' advantage. Yes. Oh yeah, particularly given the people I've heard mentioned, Gavi in particular, Gavi Newsom of Cal Unicornia. The less you scrutinize him, the better. If only there were a track record for his policies, a place where perhaps they've been enacted, and we could study how well it's gone. <laughs> They might actually have a cure for baldness. I'm surprised that hasn't happened already with the money that you could make in it. Among other things we can talk about coming up. I hope you can stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I just, I just can't wrap my head around how unsettled everything feels. Uh, yeah, yeah, join the club. Speaking of which, um, I, I mocked the New York Times earlier today for their article in which they predicted that Trump, in his fraud trial in New York, where he's been in conflict with the judge, the, the gag order, the rest of it, um, the New York Times was acting like he might leap snarling from the witness stand and attack onlookers or fight the judge or stuff like that. I thought, okay, come on. Well, according to, this is the Hill, I guess, uh, Donald J. clashed frequently with the judge overseeing his New York fraud trial. His highly anticipated testimony grew chaotic with the judge asking Trump's attorney to take control of your client. The former president ticked off his political grievances from the witness stand to which the judge responded that this is not a political rally. So, wow. And they had to take a break because it was just so contentious. This is not a political rally is a particular argument that has been going on. I don't know if you've been following this whole gag order versus free speech thing that is really pretty interesting. Can a judge tell a client... Look, you got to keep your mouth shut about this case when they're running for president, while everyone else who's running against him gets to say whatever hell they want. This has never happened before, so we don't actually know. But, I mean, he's got all kinds of critics out there um, uh, framing a variety of things that are happening in courtrooms in a certain way, and he's not allowed to push back? Well, and if his claim is these are political prosecutions, you've got to be able to make that case politically. So his response to questions about his 40 Wall Street property drew ire from the judge. 550 million is a very low number. Very, very low. All you have to do is look at a picture of the building and say that's worth a lot more money. You want to put up a picture? The prosecuting attorney interjected again, telling Trump's attorney to take control of his client. Um, I would think, respectively, of all witnesses, your honor would want to hear everything this witness has to say, said the defense guy. No, I do not want to hear everything this witness has to say. The judge angrily responded. Trump shook his head and smiled. Uh, It's a very simple question. Is this an accurate number? It's very simple. Trump then chimed in unprompted. This is a very, very unfair trial, and I hope the public is watching, he said. Oh, boy. Wow. So then we have a report on what happened when they came back from the break. Michael, go ahead. Doesn't look like this break made much of a difference at all. We are getting live updates from inside the courtroom from our colleagues, Karis Canal and Lauren Del Valle. And it looks like after the first question Trump got on the stand, he once again launched into what is described as a speech. And this has been a point of contention with the judge who has repeatedly asked him to answer yes, no questions concisely and not launch into what the judge described as essays or speeches. Essays. Wow. All right. Craziness. My only question on this thing is, why now? 
It just seems odd to me as a guy who's been doing business in New York forever and these things were valued many, many years ago in many cases and the, the loans were made and all that sort of stuff. Now, right now, two months before Iowa, that's when this is in the courtroom. That that, that really just seems political. Well, I'm going to steal man the other side argument since you've introduced me to that tune, that term rather, and makes me feel manly to say it. Uh, no, Jack, the uh, prosecution of Trump's real estate values through the decades and the election interference a couple of years ago and paying off a porn skank like 15 years ago, 20 years. When was that? I can't remember the 90s. Uh, and what's the other one? There's another trial out there. Isn't there a fourth one? Well, there, there's a couple things around the election in January oh, 6th, but why crime, yeah. did they not come to you know the they courtroom until now? came to fruition at the same time. It's an amazing coincidence. <laughs> that's, the other, that's the argument on the other side. Please. <laughs> well, it'll be fun to follow this throughout the day then, see so how that turns out. I have tried to make the case to you that all of this woke garbage is neo-Marxism, and it is. How about somebody who grew up with actual Maoist Marxism drawing those parallels for you? There's a new book out, very compelling. We'll give you a, a, a touch of that. Also, Bill Maher, who's turned full anti, anti-Western civilization, and it's great stuff. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And finally, new rule for all the progressives and academics who refer to Israel as an outpost of Western civilization like it's a bad thing. Please note, Western civilization is what gave the world pretty much every goddamn liberal precept that liberals are supposed to adore. 
Individual liberty, scientific inquiry, rule of law, religious freedom, women's rights, human rights, democracy, trial by jury, freedom of speech. Please, somebody stop us before we enlighten again. That's Bill Maher from Friday night's HBO show, and he goes in this long rant about Western civilization that aside from like a token shot at Republicans and Trump that he had to throw in, um, I could have written myself. I mean, it was like me talking. And here's you've got this old left-wing Hollywood liberal. It was fabulous. And yet another after effect of the attack on Israel and the exposing of the far left for being the maniacs that they are. And I think people like Bill Maher are realizing, oh, they actually hate, well, they think they hate it. A lot of them are just easily indoctrinated ignoramuses, but they actually hate Western civilization, white people, whatever, and they actually want to tear it all down. He's Jewish for what it's worth. I don't know if that plays a role at all. Yeah. And the idea that you necessarily have to be anti-Western culture to be against like racism or or plundering the third world or whatever or uh, prizing diversity that you necessarily must hate Western civilization is an idea as idiotic as it is dangerous. And I, I hereby swear on what do we have handy? Who wrote this book? I want to, It's an auditing, financial auditing. Why do we have this in the studio? Anyway, I swear on this financial auditing book that I am going to become an out and proud advocate for all the wonderfulness of Western civilization for the rest of my days. Did the Egyptians come up with math and something like that? Something I've heard something. Of course, that's great. That's super good for them. But you people who hate Western civilization are dangerous. Hey, I got this. What do you have? I'm trying to find the perfect thing. Yeah. Swear on this. Okay. <laughs> the 2019 Farmer's Almanac. You swear on, put your hand on the 2019 Old Farmer's Almanac. Oh, you know, it's got a good <laughs> good feel at 2019. It's a, it was a very good year. Boy, but I, I should actually read that. I don't know why I have that laying around here. I'd like to see what they were predicting, because whatever they were predicting for the next couple of years, they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, in right. 2019. Wait a minute. Let me flip through this. Uh, let me go to the index. Pandemic, pandemic, coronavirus, shutdown. Nope, not seeing it. Entire world turned upside down, multiple wars. Nope, not seeing it. Boy, that's funny. That is funny. Anyway, uh, back to Bill Maher. Um, talking about Western civilization and, and all of the rights that liberals and really everybody with any sense prizes. Uh, let's roll on. Next clip, Michael. And since one can find all these concepts in today's Israel and virtually nowhere else in the Middle East, if anything, the world would be a better place if it had more Israels. Of course, this message falls on deaf ears to the current crop who reduce everything to being only victims or victimizers. So Israel is lumped in as the toxic fruit of the victimizing West. The irony being that all marginalized people live better today because of Western ideals, not in spite of them. Bill Maher, going back to the mid-90s when he really exploded on the scene with his show on ABC, Politically Incorrect, and was a darling of colleges around the world, if he said that on the campus of any college practically in America now, that the world would be better off with more Israels, oh my God, he'd be pelted with stuff, if not actually unsafe.
I Yeah, I was going to say, I think he'd actually be in physical danger. Roll on a few examples of those crazy Western civilization principles, please, Bill. Martin Luther King used Henry David Thoreau's essay, Civil Disobedience, to help shape the civil rights movement. The UN's Universal Declaration of Human Rights owes its core to Rousseau and Voltaire. Cleisthenes never showed up for a sexual harassment seminar. (laughs) But without him, there's no democracy. The cop who murdered George Floyd got 21 years for violating his Fourth Amendment rights, an idea we got directly from John Locke, who no one in college would ever study anymore because he's so old and so white and so dead. Western. Yes, we've got to decolonialize our study of history and de-Western chauvinist something something. That reminds me that George Floyd reference. We got this from an anonymous employee of the giant Western health concern Kaiser Permanente. A calendar invite invite that you're supposed to show up for the state of black sexual health, a critical conversation. How colonialism affected black sexuality and translates to the current state of black sexuality and expression, a retrospective review, and how to start the healing process. So, to work for this giant health corporation, you got to show up for crap like that. You compare that to Locke and Rousseau with their defense of human dignity, universal rights, that sort of thing, as opposed to decolonializing black sexuality. Whatever the hell that is. Yeah, what a load of garbage. Um, uh, let's uh, let's go on. One more for, for Bill. Yes, that's how simple the woke are. It's never about ideas. If it was, would they be cheering on Hamas for their liberation? Liberation? To do what? More freely preside over a country where there are no laws against sexual harassment, spousal rape, domestic violence, homophobia? honor killings, or child marriage. This is who liberals think you should stand with. (laughs) Women there should be so lucky as to get colonized by anybody else. And for the record, the Jews didn't colonize Israel or anywhere ever, except maybe Boca Raton. That screed about women ought to be repeated 50,000 times. How are there not more college... Well, it's because the college professors believe the same... Yes. Yeah. But how are there not more college professors that stand up in front of the people with the trans rights or Palestinian rights or whatever and say, look, they would murder you today. Like every practically everybody who lives in Gaza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what indoctrination looks like, though. That's why it's so scary and cult-like. You can't talk sense to these people. They're beyond it. Oh, which brings me to that uh, the the Van Fleet book, which I'd like to talk about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At our earliest convenience. This is different different than Greta Van Fleet? Yeah, see, that's the, the band one... that sounds like Led Zeppelin? Yeah, this this gal, um, she she was a, a mom. Her kids were actually grown, and she was very shy. She's an immigrant from China to the United States, uh, grew up under Chairman Mao in the Cultural Revolution, and she came to fame uh, with a 60-second speech to the Loudoun County School Board two years ago warning that critical race theory and and its allied woke ideologies were exactly like Chairman Mao's cultural revolution, just with different terminology. And she felt so strongly about it, even though she was shy about her English and her kids were grown, she decided to make a speech and she leapt to to the fore. 
And I think she's a hero and she's brilliant and I think her words need to be heard. But every time I hear her name, it's like Xi Jinping had sex with the guy from Greta Van Fleet. Oh, geez. And she's her daughter. What? Xi Van Fleet. It's, it, I don't know. It's off-putting. Anyway, that's idiotic and neither here nor there. <clears throat> so let's move on. I tell you what, what, what do you want to do? You want to take a break? And we come should. Back with, let's all right. He shouts decisively. <laughs> I swear on this old farmer's almanac. It's important to break on time. I had one other book you could have put your hand on here. Put your hand on this to swear. All right. The Bible. <laughs> the intimacy you crave. Straight talk about sex and pancakes. <laughs> swear on that book. This actually, I'll bet that's pretty good. Okay, well, then you can read that during the commercials. <laughs> we'll be right back. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Do you realize there have been a dozen attacks on U.S. troops by Iran and their proxies since our so-called deterrence? Wow. A dozen. Wow. And uh, quote in the Wall Street Journal, it's just luck that we haven't had a whole bunch of personnel die. They're trying. We've just been lucky. More on that next hour. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Just. Don't. And then you ask Kamala Harris one word, don't. All right. Uh, she's just concerned about a Muslim backlash. Anyway, she Van Fleet, we're discussing a uh, Chinese-American woman grew up under Mao's cultural revolution. It was like the, the, the 10 years of that were her school years. So she watched it up close. 
Um, and she's out with a book now. What's the name of the book? I can't remember. Moby Dick. Don't let this turn into China or something. Um, Mao's America is the name of it. Oh, good one. Yeah. And so it's it's a warning that she's seen all of this before. She's alarmed that Americans do not see clearly what she does, that, quote, the roots of today's woke revolution, not to mention its ultimate goal, is Marxism followed by communism. Uh, what she says is, uh, in my quote, in my memory, she's talking about the Cultural Revolution. <clears throat> it also appeared to happen overnight, just like it did in America in 2020. Overnight, we were told the country we lived in was rotten to the core and needed to be dismantled. Instead of looking for racists, we were ordered to look for counter-revolutionaries. People turned against each other in search of enemies and in defense of Mao. Friends turned against friends, neighbors against neighbors, coworkers against coworkers, and family members turned against each other. As children, we were taught to report on family members, including our parents, which has echoes of our nation's schools, where you don't have to tell mom and dad about your new pronouns or anything. That's between us. And if your parents are not anti-racist, I'm afraid they're bad people. Or if they're against using their pronouns and stuff like that, they're bad people. She points out cancel culture ensued, and on its path, anything that was not pure Maoist, including our Chinese heritage, was literally destroyed. Statues were toppled by mobs. Hmm. Books and art were burned. Hmm. Standard uh, academic topics in school were replaced by ideological training. Huh. I can see why she'd be freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. And she says the energy of a lot of it was clearly the George Floyd thing. With mounting horror, she saw lawless mobs set free to menace the populace and recognize them as the homegrown version of Mao's Red Guard, who were able to commit whatever crimes they wanted because their ideology was right. And so it kept the populace, un, uh, you know, afraid and unable to, you know, settle their own cities. The summer of 2020 will forever be remembered as the summer of unrest and violence, she writes. Quote, it runs parallel to the Red Guard's Red Terror in August and September of 1966. Americans are now told to accept a new reality where the police have become villains and criminals have become victims who are allowed to roam freely in our cities and communities, terrorizing the citizens, especially because their their ideas are right. Sanctioned shoplifting and the encouragement of an emboldened criminal underclass that plagues most blue cities is not some random after effect of the pandemic, but a tactic she recognizes to destabilize law abiding citizens and keep them in a perpetual state of confusion and fear. It's all about power. It's about gaining power by first destabilizing a society through cultural subversion and upheaval. I'm reminded that uh, James Lindsay did a brilliant, brilliant address. Um, He gave an address. I guess you don't do an address. Uh, idiot, deliberate. <laughs> anyway, he gave a, a brilliant address in I think it was a London about this sort of thing and how the the Marxists, the avowed Marxists who ran Black Lives Matter, know exactly what they're doing. They know the playbook. They were running the playbook. And workers of the world unite didn't work because workers are pretty happy with their lives. If they work hard and are smart, they can get ahead. So they're trying to go with the ethnic minorities. Sexual minorities have been over this several times. But um, but they needed the energy. And they got it from George Floyd. 
And everybody was so terrified of speaking out against it. If you so much as said all lives matter, your career was over. For it's real. straight out of Chairman Mao. Anyway, she says, uh, I've seen all of this before. I know that what is happening here. I know what is happening here because I've seen this on both fronts. Far left progressive forces using weapons such as CRT, wokeism, BLM and cancel culture in order to root out conservatives in any resistance to the radical agenda. Once you know the playbook, it's obvious what's happening. Anyway, the book is uh, called Mao's America. Read it if you like. Yeah, that sounds good. I was going to mention the book China Dream, which I've mentioned many times. It's the best thing. It's fiction, but it's the best thing I've ever read about the Cultural Revolution and what that's all like and how people start turning on each other and the young on the old and all that sort of stuff. Anywho, uh, a couple of things I came across over the weekend. The Wall Street Journal had an article. This is a fashion thing. This is not an economic thing or a political thing. Oh, you know me. I can't get enough fashion talk. I know. No, it's your thing. That's what I'm known for. Uh, How this became the year's unlikely hit sneaker. The Adidas Sambas, which you know whether you know it or not. It's like the Adidas shoe that's been popular for, I think, 75 years it was developed before. Looks like this. It's just a shoe with three white stripes on the Sure, yeah. It's like the hot shoe right now. Really? And they can't keep them in anywhere. And all all the movie stars and uh, cultural influencers on Instagram and stuff like that are wearing that shoe. Seems to have a moment roughly every generation. Yeah, exactly. Run DMC, rock the Adidas famously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, if you want to be hip, that's what you need to do. Oh, and I do. Uh, Don't you want to be hip? Um, I need to read up on that before I start talking about it. I need to crank out cheap Chinese uh, knockoffs. Of Adidas? Yeah. Why do we need to get involved in illegal uh, (laughs) trademark violations? Why, Why are we doing that? Oh, I'm sorry. Was my mic on? <laughs> Just seems like an odd thing for us to do at this stage in our career. What brought them down? Oh, they started making knockoff uh, shoes of American brands. Why? I don't know. Nobody knows. This article in the New York Times about bariatric surgery for children. This is a growing controversy. Childhood, childhood obesity has been called an epidemic. It is. Oh. It's an epidemic for all of us. But in the medical community, there's a wide, wide disagreement over the treatment, whether you should do that for 16-year-olds or not. I don't have any idea. I'm not a doctor. But, man, you see a lot of really overweight young people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and they got the same health threats that anybody does at any age, plus the way it sets you up for the rest of your life, plus the, just the effect on your ability to be a kid. Um, you know, run around, do sports, do fun things, ride your bike, whatever. They, the picture they had of this girl, she was a really, 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 really heavy girl at 16, and they did the bariatric surgery, and she's very happy afterwards. I don't have any idea from a medical standpoint the ups or downs of uh, doing it at that age and possible repercussions. They probably don't know because it's never been done before. But. I've got a friend who's uh, one of the smartest guys I've ever met. I think he hangs around me because I'm like a loyal Labrador retriever. But um, <laughs> he uh, he's down with the stock market and such, super knowledgeable about finance. And he said the diet companies and the gyms are terrified of these new weight loss drugs. The gyms thing hadn't occurred to me. Half the people in America who bother to go to the gym are doing it to either maintain their weight or lose weight. It might be more like 80%. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, evidently the scent, the, the all the funky names, I can never remember the names, but you know the drugs I'm Zampretric. talking about. Zampretric. Exactly. And Farguza. Um, 
And there's one that's like Mungala. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's got the, the giant gym chains terrified. I'll bet. Maybe that's what we need. Yeah. Are you gonna, You thinking of looking into one? Have you asked a doctor about it? Like, do I have to reach a certain level of maybe I should start eating more? Do I need to reach a certain level of fat before I can apply? Or, you know, with me, is it expensive? Is it covered by insurance? I don't know any of these things. Yeah. You know, I, I could. I was going to say, as long as I'm below 200 pounds, my blood pressure is pretty good. But that's because I'm on a, a, a big giant pill. But don't you want your revenge body or beach body or some sort of body that they talk about? What am I going to do with it? I don't know. Anyway, it'd be good for my joints to weigh less and my back, my poor beleaguered back. Um, so maybe I should. I don't know. Think how comfortable it would be to walk around shirtless. Ask my doctor if beluga's good for me. <laughs> right. Anybody doing it? Happy with it? Walk text, around shirtless. Text line 415-295-KFTC. You know we do four hours of this show every day? We're contractually obligated. Seems like a lot, doesn't it? But if you miss a segment, get the podcast. You can subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.